Hello friends, I'm your host Chris Thrill, I'm a former Royal Marines Commando, I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt Podcast. We're live, Alex, how are you brother? I'm still in my gym jams and oh, and I thought I'd go a bit commando today because you're an ex-commando. So <laughs> this is funny, I haven't worn this t-shirt for many, many years. Um, I've got, I've got like, a, I run boot camps now and um, I, I, when I came out of the army, never wanted to wear combats ever again. But obviously wearing a, a boot camp, you want to have that kind of feel. So I'm putting on my uniform. I would just like to extend my gratitude to the British military for providing me with an excellent set of gardening clothes. <laughs> you, you can wear on the building site as well. Did you did you take an NBC suit home? No, I I, I, I left all, <laughs> I left all in a bit of a rush, mate. With what's going on in the world at the minute, I wish I brought a, a, a bloody machine gun home, mate. To be honest. And big... I, it's funny. Um, I used to live in Aldershot, um, but I still do. Um, and one of my friends actually did. It was in the paper. A friend's associates. He 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 nicked a, a SAAT. It was very naughty. Very yeah, naughty. I had a, one of my um, oppos that I serve with was planning, or, or let's just say it was an. It's an oppo for those for those of you. So we're to, NBC suit is a nuclear biological chemical warfare suit. Um, we we can get go off on one with all these abbreviations. What's an oppo, Chris? For the people who don't know. It's your mate in the military. It just means mates. My, my bezzy oppo is your best mate. Oppos are the guys you work with. I try, You're very good to jump in and explain the acronyms or whatever we're, we're, we're using there because a lot of military guys don't. Still talking at parlance. Roger, yeah. copy that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what? Roger? My name's not Roger. <laughs> <laughs> it, be, it becomes hard, though, because some... When you're a podcast host, you learn to recognise when your guest is talking in terms that 80% of the viewers won't understand, but it's the 20% that are like, let him talk, stop asking him to explain things. And it's like, no, you don't understand. This isn't just for you. This is for the whole of the public. (laughs) And talking about, I don't know, sippers and wets and brews and... All this sort of stuff. It's See, you're what we call um, a bootneck. See, you you chose the wrong you chose the wrong cap, mate. Uh, not cap, the beret. I mean, mate, I, there's I, only I, one beret to wear. It's it's a red one, a maroon one. My dad one, always but... taught me be second best, son. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you know. It's funny. <laughs> See, it's funny. I've got my um, I've got two great. PTI, so PTI is a personal training and physical training instructor. Um, I think it's called All Arms now. Um, so they're the guys that keep everyone fit. I've got them for my boot camp now, but there's a problem. They're both bloody bootnecks. <laughs> I've got three actually. I've just got a, a, an ex para as well. So we've too hard, mate. No, they're too hard that, and too handsome. This is our problem. 
do you know what though? Funny, we've got this, this rivalry between Paris and Marines. Um, and it's, but still, when the, at the end of the day, we're both, you know, on the same team ultimately. And we, we've got, there's a lot of respect. Um, it's funny though, because I'm a million miles away from anything with being a soldier now. Um, although I've got that, I've done some of that stuff, it's some of that stuff. <laughs> Young, dumb and full of something, you know, I'm going to make the world a better place. I've got my, got my gun, I'm going to go and show these bad guys what, what's right and what's wrong. Because might makes right. Yeah, does it? Yeah. And like, I've, I actually consider myself a plastic paratrooper. Um, I, I joined in 93, bloody hell. I wanted to, I was really keen. I was a TA, I wasn't, um, I did something called an S-type, which I was attached to a regular battalion, but um, I was only what we call Saturdays and Sundays, territorial. Um, saying that, all my mates, they went Afghanistan, Iraq, Sierra Leone. Yeah. Don't say only, mate, come on. Everybody in the British forces yeah. serves a role and it, and it's, Within the forces, it's to be respected because I couldn't do my job if it wasn't for you and you could do yours if it wasn't for me. I totally, totally get that. It's like, who's more important in a big corporation, the toilet cleaner or the powerful CEO at the top of the building? You need everyone. You need the toilet cleaner. So, and I'm not trying to say that we were toilet cleaners because we weren't, but I have had so much um, denigration. Look at you. You were in a Boy Scouts, you weren't a paratrooper, you never saw war. Yeah, well, no, you're right there. And actually, I'm very lucky, because um, although there's a there's part of me that's proud to, um, to have been a member of the Parachute Regiment, I'm very lucky that I haven't actually seen war. Not firsthand, I mean, we're seeing war right now. We're seeing war every single day. Um, I'm a hippie now. And... Tell me about you, though, for my, for my fans. Who, are, who is Chris Thoreau? Okay. First of all, right, my girlfriend is going to pull you up now, right? Girlfriend? What's his name? <laughs> Stan, right? <laughs> Stan would say that my surname is Thrall, right? Thrall. I'm not bothered. People can call me whatever Thrall. they want, including dickhead, and it's... That's, I like that's, it. That's, Where does Thrall come from? So this is interesting, and this, is, this explains my rebellious nature, Alex. Thrall was the lower caste of the Viking era. Oh. Okay. So Viking was the period in Scandinavian history where they went sailing to other lands. A lot of it was trade. It was innocent. Some of it was the, the thingying and the pillaging, right? We were the lower caste, so we were like the servant culture. Um, Obviously, not all thralls were Scandinavians. Some were, were slaves that were robbed from other, you know, countries and forced into all kinds of probably not nice, nice. Have you traced stuff. your ancestry back to actually? Yes, it's I I did it tentatively. We're talking the early days of the internet. I found a website that gave me my family history. I think my my dad's got a, like a little write up in his house. Um, we actually have a culture. So, you were, you were what were you? You weren't warriors then. You were like well, the. Alex, you're asking me, what am I going to say to that? Of course, we were. We were up there giving it 
been no but you you were the guys you were like you know the the one in 300 lift your shield up uh, uh, uh. people don't know what i'm talking about 300 if you weren't a proper warrior you had to go and serve the soup at the kitchen or were you at the front line there's a lot about that in heads off there's a, that whole Spartan thing, right? I know we look <laughs> at them as the ultimate warriors, and I'm, I'm, I wouldn't take that away from them, but they also yeah. massively were into their little boys. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. To, sorry to chuck a spanner out no, there. No, no, not at all. Um, listen, I know all about that. <laughs> um, how, how do you judge a nation, though? I mean, we Romans used to throw Christians to lions. We used to have paedophilia was rife in history, and it wasn't frowned upon. I mean, to me, it's intrinsically wrong. Um, there's so many things we do. Um, and I'm going to quote a bit of Jesus here. Forgive them, Father, for no, no, not what they do. Um, we do things today that I'm like, people don't realise, I think is horrendous. I'm not a vegan. I'm a flexitarian. I'm, I, I'm okay to kill the meat I want to eat. But the decadence of the meat industry, what it's doing to those poor animals. And, then, and also, look at it on a purely, uh, a purely physical level. I'm taking on an energy of something that suffered. And that energy is, I believe, and our science is starting to catch up and correlate from this, with this, from what I've studied. That's what's causing the diseases in our body. So, uh, if the, if the, if, so long story short, I think killing meat is horrible and horrendous. Mm. Maybe in another hundred years, and I still eat it. What a hypocrite. You know, um, if I have to survive. So people, we do things which we it takes a bit of time for us to actually assimilate and work into our psyche and our conscious. This isn't the way to be. I mean, I was just literally, I was just watching about, I was trying to understand civil war last night because I've been arguing with one of my brothers and, and I was thinking, I've never, I mean, I'm, I'm a lover, but, but you can see how brothers can fight, fight each other because of what they believe in. I was looking at the American Civil War and that ultimately that was about the union and uh, well, look what's going on now, Black Lives Matter. Um, we're, I'm not going to go into that, but um, what, what, People thought, the South thought it was okay to have slaves. I'm sure that it wasn't so much about freeing the slaves, but they made it about freeing the slaves. I mean, the North and the South were both benefiting, but the North were like, oh, my, okay, this isn't really good. We shouldn't really be doing this. And America, England and Europe, we were going to um, come in and start helping the South uh, because the, the North of America had put a blockade on Europe. Um, so all of the, the plantations that were doing trade with Europe, they weren't, they weren't doing trade. And Europe was like, hang on a minute, we, we want, our, we want our, um, our trade from the South. So they were going to come in. But, that, but when the North decided to make it about, um, oh, no, it's about human rights here. You know, we shouldn't, that's, that was like the, that swayed Europe to, oh, we can't really go in there because that's not really... It's not really that great, is it? We're not going to look that, that good. So ultimately, people, they, they make choices in life on what other people think, not on what really is right. So Europe, hang on. 
yeah, of course we shouldn't um, support slave trade, but um, it's not about the slave trade at the moment. So, but we're going to we're going to support South Af- South Af- South America to beat North America because then we can get our trade. North America, no, no, it's about slave trade. Oh yeah, we better we better not touch that. When you know what were, what was um, the Queen doing at that time with young people and the the Kids, you know, under children labour. It was the horrendous rights of children in our country. We're the most hypocritical country in the world. Yeah, you know, I think we're we're good. We have we we're evolving. We are we are all evolving. But ultimately, look at me with eating meat. Mm. Hmm. I'm I actually bless my meat now before I eat it. Um, but and I'm if I'm conscious conscious about before I eat the meat, I'm like, oh, has it suffered? You know, obviously any anything that's killed is going to suffer somewhat, but as long as it's killed quickly and humanely, and there's going to be arguments there from the meat eat, from the vegans that having a go at me, how can it be humane to kill something? But look, by the mere act of breathing, we're killing now. Our immune system's killing organisms. When do, when do we consider it sentient, intelligent life? I mean, all these just by us walking on a blade of grass. I'm sure the plants, if you actually put, um, I've seen these, seen these experiments where they put, um, what do you call it? Uh, let, oh, I'm not, my English isn't fantastic. Diodes and <clears throat> computers and the plant, you're about to kill it and the plant is going like this. I don't want to get eaten, I don't want to get killed. So it's saying it has some, it has an intelligence. I'd love to talk to you, Alex, about our our evolution, because it's complete, as as I'm always saying, sorry for the boredom factor, folks, but everything you have been taught is a lie. Everything, your history, your diet, human relationships. Three meals a day. What's that? Three square meals a day. Oh, God, and all that nonsense as well, you know. It's really simple. We were hunter-gatherers. And when I say hunter-gatherers, I I actually mean gatherers for the best part of at least 500,000 years. We don't really understand our history, but remember, we evolved. We've actually been here in some form since the beginning of time, right? Through that massive, massive, incomprehensible time we've been on this planet, we ate plants and we ate grubs because we went like this we weren't clever enough to catch rabbits and stuff for this huge amount of our evolution right if this is sorry i'm getting my hands in camera if this is our evolution this little tiny bit here is human history what we can record this we went eating plants and bugs and if we's clever enough we might be able to scoop a fish out of the stream we might catch a diet, you know, rabbit who's been injured and okay. And then of course we, 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 we learned to scrape the meat from bones from, from animal kills and stuff. So this notion that we should eat meat like in slabs is just absolute nonsense. And what it does, it makes your body acidic. And if you're acidic, you cannot be an enlightened individual because your physio, biological, social chemistry simply doesn't 
work. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't no, wanna... no, I'm sorry. I, you're pretty sort of converted. I'm glad that you're, you're you, you, you I, I totally agree. You know, I totally agree. So I have to make one more point, Alex. I, I, as I told you, I just come back from a weekend at my, at my friend's farm, right? Two beautiful deer jumped across the road in front of me. And there was a time without a question of doubt, like if I'd have hit one of those deer, which I obviously didn't, I'd have chucked it in the boot, right? Or I would have, if I had a rifle, I would have like thought meat, 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 you know, beautiful deer meat. I mean, it is, game meat is really tasty, right? I got to the point now where it, it's, it's different in my head. It, it, that killing do you, that, eat, do you eat meat now? Say again. Do you eat meat? I, I tried to do what our hunter-gatherers did because I live the alkaline diet. I've done it 17 years, never been sick in 17 years. Don't have to worry about all this stuff that's going on at the minute. Doesn't affect my life because I don't get sick, right? That said, I eat the whole premise of keeping your body at 7.25 pH, which is an average. It can fluctuate. That doesn't matter. Your body's clever enough to offset bits of acid here and there. It comes out in your urine, blah, 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 right? That said, alkaline diet isn't about eating any specific thing. It's about keeping yourself alkaline. Best way to do it. Plants, plants, green plants is chlorophyll from the sun, energy. Uh, that means you can eat meat. You can actually eat meat as just a normal meat diet. So long as your plate of veg is two thirds and your meat and your starch, which is your acidifying ingredients, is one third, you will always stay alkaline. You look fantastic for 70. Oh, mate, yeah. Um, I mean, it's the secret. It's, it's no I'm sugar at, and no meat. I'm actually 110. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. like Yoda. But no, this is... Mm. The, uh, um, so for me, it's not about the, the eating meat. I, I don't like the factory farming thing. I know you don't. It's, it's not right. It is just something about that is so yeah. evil. Um, I, sorry, I don't want to make this like I, I am aware. <laughs> no, I, I hear aware. you. No, I agree with you. It's no. like milk. Milk's good for your teeth and bones. What, you need the calcium. What, really? what, I'm, what I'm saying, Alex, is the whole vegan thing, again, has been co-opted into a movement that's then thrown back at the people and used as a, as a method of control, right? It, it never was about eat this, do that. It's about eating what our ancestors ate for a million years. It's that simple, right? It's that simple. There's no, there's no morals in that. It's what we evolved to be. You know, you don't go up to a bear and criticise it for eating a salmon. It's what that animal has evolved to be. We are no different. What we should have in our diet when we go to the supermarket is, oh, honey, grab a box of those crickets and those uh, those mealworms or, or the Wichita. You know, this is what we would have eaten. I've eaten Wichita grubs in the jungle. I, uh, I uh, when I was... Uh, a squaddy. I was like, right, yeah, tough. You've got to, you've got to show how tough you are. I remember eating a worm in the just the next size. Yeah, it's really delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little worm. I bless you, worm. I, uh, I've had crickets as well. The last time I had a cricket, it was a chocolate-covered cricket. 
Listen, that that's a bit not right, is it? Is it? Oh. I, I was doing um, celeb come dine, and um, I my uh, mine was my most expensive. I had a creeping crawling salad with mealworms, chili mealworms, with uh, uh, basically a like a chicken Caesar salad without chicken, but mealworms instead. Um, and I had chocolate covered scorpions and um, crickets for dessert. Nobody wanted to eat them. <laughs> it's because we've become a species of absolute pussies, mate. That's why. Brainwashed. Have you, I'm sure you've been over to, you travelled the world, you've been to the Orient. M many times, lived there. Yeah, and you, um, you I mean, you will go through the markets, all of the, the staple of a lot of their protein is insects. Yeah. You go, and they're quite tasty. Tarantulas. Yeah. They're all right. Tastes like an egg, actually, the back of a tarantula. And once it's cooked, I, that um, what's that thing? I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I don't understand why they're all complaining. But if they're not eating, I'd, I'd be eating anything. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about Celebrity Come Dine With because, as, as everybody knows, I don't watch mainstream television. It, it, I'm not interested in celebrity and all this stuff. Mm. It, it makes me just... It just makes me feel sick. But <laughs> what one of the rare treats I allow myself, <laughs> my girl, my girlfriend loves food programs. Is we will sit down and watch Celebrity Come Dine with me. And I also like the social dynamic. You know, the the that the, the, these people yeah. can like they're cracking on in one meal. Next thing, they all hate each other, and or they all hate one person. And and but what's it like being on a program like that? Um. Tough, tough, because I'm. I was on with Freddy Krueger, um, uh, Robert England was it Alex England? I can't. Is it Robert? Robert, England? yeah. Um, Sally Morgan and who's and another what do you call it? The Wag, Eat Girl, a bit like another Katie Price star. I can't think of her name. Um, I wouldn't know who they are anyway. No, I, I, I know the Freddy Krueger because I used to watch that sort of thing back back it, twenty years ago. I I was I found it quite hard because they're like um, at the time I w when I was doing that celebrity and I was getting high on it regularly. I wasn't addicted to the crack pipe. Never tried crack, um, but I've tried the fame pipe. <sighs> oh, fame! Serotonin, dopamine. Look at me! Everyone loves me. I'm amazing! Wow! Yeah! This is great. Give me some more. Oh, it's horrible. I don't like it. Give me some more. Let's do something a little bit more desperate. You know, you've you got the analogy of someone who will go and sell their kids toys or sell their kid for a hit of smack or crack. You know, you, it's, I can see that how it is with celebrity. Um, so looking back on it, it wasn't pleasant. I mean, I was like a kid. I, I've always said yeah, my celebrity years, when the, the old big brother ex-wife thing. Um, <laughs> that's not the best way to describe that ex-wife thing. Uh, I call it the LSD years. Um, I wasn't taking LSD, but it was like, you imagine you're everywhere. It's your whole world's upside down. And I always wanted to be famous. Loved it. I mean, it's seducing. It's like, it's, it's a drug. Um, I, but I didn't want to be celebrated for my sex life and, yeah, that's not fun. That's not nice. So 
there was some negative stuff there. So when I even went into Big Brother, I didn't even want to go into Big Brother for the first time. I was like, don't want to do this. Don't want to be famous for being famous. I had like a mind man who trained me for my fights to get my head calm and not NLP or, or hypnosis. He did other sort of stuff similar. And um, Alex, I think you should go in there. I think, you know, not to necessarily win the show, I mean, that'd be a bonus, but just to, to show people the real you. Um, so the day before I had the Big Brother ex experience, I, I wasn't going to go in. I had this chat with him. He said, look, you should go in. So I went in to show people the real me. Because um, I remember um, I see these magazines, like OK and stuff, and I saw my ex-wife on it. And my, my girlfriend back then would say, why? Uh, I would say, why are you reading these magazines? What a load of, what a load of, you know, I was going to say something rude. What a load of, that, that's not, you know. And, and then six months later, I'm in all the magazines. Um, it's, it's, you get very seduced by the whole world. But I, I was, went into it innocent. I didn't even know what a paparazzi was. Um, and when I went into the Big Brother house, I was very innocent to it all. I didn't, really, naive, stupid. And then guess what? I come out and then I've got a bit of a taste of it. This is, this is quite nice. I mean, it's, I was hated to start with. It was horrible. I, but um, then I, I, mean, I was really hated because of all the negative association with my ex-wife. Then... Um, Obviously, I, I was 40 to 1 odds to win to go into that house, and I went into booze. I remember having a fight, a cage fight, a professional cage fight just before the, the show, um, and I, was, I got punched on the way to the cage because of my association with Kate. Uh, people hated me, and I... Mate, why did they hate you so... I, I, I didn't get this. Because of the media. The media, it was just... I was, I was painted. I was judged juried and hanged before I'd even set foot in the door. People had a, you know, and I wasn't the most adept at handling the media. Yeah, and the media can, they can twist everything you say. And that happened to me, I just got eaten alive. And who was my coach back then to guide me in all of this? Mm. My ex-wife, who, um, it's not about blame. I'm not blaming, but I was 100% manipulated and used in a way to, to, to benefit uh, someone's career, her career. Um, and that's sad, but hey, I allowed it to happen. I allowed it to happen. It's not like I was completely um, uh, dumb to it all. I, I wasn't totally, I wasn't aware of where it was going to go. Um, I thought oh, it, was, it was great. It was, it was, it seduced me. You know, it was like, um, and then the same thing go. So I come out, um, of, uh, I went, I, I won big brother because of my innocence and uh, the, the nation saw that I got the highest vote ever, 66%, uh, 20 million people. Um, and it was, wow, this is amazing. This is Wow. This is what they, they actually like me. This is, and it, it walked me. It literally walked me like I it was like a drug. It was like a, it says, wow. Didn't quite believe it to start with. And then over the period of a year, um, it really transformed me. I mean, it, I think with anyone, you're everywhere on newspapers, TV, doing shows all the time, getting good money, good money. For, and like, I was a fighter. All of a sudden, I didn't really want to fight. Why don't I go and get punched in the face when 
these people here, because I was getting love. The reason why I fight ultimately, which I discovered, and mixed with bad guys and was a soldier, and ultimately I wanted acceptance, and I wanted acceptance from other people, because um, I didn't accept myself. I wanted love. And guess what? I, I, I thought at the time I was getting love from everybody. So the, the love I would get from an audience cheering for me, or the same thing I would do if I was doing a play or a film, or so I'm an actor as well, you know, when people, hey, that's really good. I'd get, you get love. I was getting love every day from people, from um, just on the street, because people were, I went from like the, the bad guy to the, the top, the, the amazing guy. You know, this country loves uh, a rags to riches story. And then, but, and then it started to go bad again. And also my innocence, the person who they loved started to get warped. And so I started to become someone slightly different. Then I kind of woke up to it all. And I remember saying to ex uh, Kate, I wish you weren't famous and I wish you didn't have any money. Then we could have a proper relationship. And then it broke down the relationship and roll on. I did the whole same thing again. I got off the, the fame pipe with Katie and I got back on it with the mother of my child, Chantal Houghton. Um, and I have some guilt because um, I was, don't do it, don't do it, it's just like Katie. Yeah, but you know, she's, she could, you could probably trust her because she's been in the same boat as you. She's been hurt. No, 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 she's just trying to make money. Uh, um, you can make a few quid here yourself though. So I listened to that voice. I guess what, we had a child. And can't say too much about that. I love my child with all my heart. But um, there's been some pain and suffering there, which is sad. Um, because I'm not, I'm not with uh, the mum. And I mean, there's no, there's no pain or suffering now. But I mean, obviously, you, if coming from a, the, being the youngest of six growing up, family is everything to me. So when you, you split that dynamic up, not to say that you can't bring up children from a distance, but that, that's not how I was brought up. So that, that was, that's a bit sad because you always want to have that. It's good, I, it's good to have that balance of a mother and father in your life. So um, you could still have, but I mean, when they're not together, it, it, it makes, there's, when there's arguing, not, it's not good for the kid. So I have some guilt there, but I've forgiven myself. I tell you, when I had uh, Dolly, my little girl, it sobered me up to the celebrity world. All of a sudden, I thought, what the hell, what the hell, what the hell are you doing, Reed? Come on, you can't be doing this stuff. You've got to be, um, it took it, it wasn't completely getting off the, the fame pipe straight away, but over the period of six months, I was like, this isn't what I want. This isn't who I am. I've become some, I've become a joke, a laughing stock. You know, I, did, I went along with things that I wasn't comfortable with, really wasn't comfortable with. The old, um, well, I don't know to mention it, but... You, you is, that the, is that the dressing up thing? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you don't, all that sort of stuff. I'm like, whatever you do, I mean... It, hey, mate, it, mate, you should have joined the Marines. You can wear women's clothes as often. Well, you're not allowed to anymore. They banned it in the Marines. Really? Wait, you know, why is that? It's always been a core staple of the core is you wear women's clothes. I don't know where it comes from. Same as the um, Paris, I was the same, it, same sort of thing. It's not, I don't, as far as I'm aware, it's not like a sexuality thing or an orientation thing. It's just 
yeah. bootnecks love going out and wearing women's clothes, so, right? Yeah, but it, I've got it. I'm with you. And, I'm, and the reason why I'm being serious with this, and I've done this, I've had this conversation a lot of times, I get tired of it because it, 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 it's affected my brand as I've become the, I was the cross-dressing cage fire. I'm like, it's kind of it married to some, well, married to, well, I wasn't married to Chantel, but to, with two extremely high-profile people in the media. It's it, sensational. It's, you know, it's, wow, look at this. But it, it also affects your brand. So I've done a diligent job for the last several years to move away from all of that. Um, not that I'm denying all that stuff. It's not just fun, you know, but it was not fun when it's, when you've been ridiculed, especially with the whole, uh, I've gone on a big tangent. Let's go back to Celebrity Come Dine. Now, can I just say, in in your your honour, I was going to say defence, but you don't need defending, plus you're tougher than me anyway. But it's, I saw you on this podcast, Raspberry 8, if we can give a shout out to, 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 I don't know the chap's name. Daniel. I'm, I'm, Daniel. Daniel. Hello, Daniel. Very yeah. wonderful podcast, right? And Jiu-jitsu. I was va- vaguely aware, Alex, that you were this kind of tabloid celebrity. I knew there's m- much more to you than that, obviously. I don't really watch the Big Brother thing, so I, I think I might have heard that you'd won that or, or, yeah. or, or this kind of thing. And there you are on this podcast, and you were so honest talking from the heart so calm collected thoughtful massively knowledgeable spiritual which is a way that we all need 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 to go and you're a bit like me it's not about being hippy dippy shit it's about doing what works in your life right and rejecting the the some people call it evil if you want to call it that that kind of thing and in addition you're one of the very few people that like I I like live this kundalini high I don't really understand it but I just know that I live on a different wavelength from what I did back in let's just say my druggy you know where I was hardcore druggy and eating I never really ate McDonald's but you know just eating stuff and watching te- flicking through the tv blah 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 but now I've got to this beautiful state. Like you're a person that like just to listen to you. I know that I'm up there, you, you know, it's so it's almost like therapeutic. Your your honesty, your genuineness and your openness as to what the truth is out there for all of us. So that's how I thought, wow get Alex on my podcast this this will this will be a chat between two mates that yeah that I will really enjoy you know so I I just wanted to say that so you don't feel you have to defend yourself in any way what shape or form you know I did I did for so long and it, it and ultimately the thing I'm still working on is accepting and loving myself and there's parts of me that I still don't and and that's a work in progress, but I'm work, I'm 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 more than I've I've crossed the the peak, you know. I've I'm like, yeah, you're a good guy, Alex Reed. Because I felt suicidal so many times. You see, there was a there was a celebrity who um he was on that Love Island or something, or was it, uh, Mike Falassus, he hung himself. 
I've lost a um, young man, uh, I think he's just in his 30s. As I've had, I've lost three, three friends, the same similar age, all the same weight. Um, and it's horrendous. You, you, you get so low. And ultimately, it's about loving yourself. And the funny thing about me and you, um, oh, I'm, I'm, I don't know you well enough to say this, but maybe I, I'm, I'm just generalising. You strike me from talking to you for like five minutes. We are generally, before we were awakened, happy souls all the time. No, not happy. Happy smiles when inside there could be absolute misery. So you like, yeah, everything's fine. It's fine. But inside, you're dying. You're absolutely dying. But you, you put on the face. So, you know, and that's the dangerous. That's why it's important to talk about it and awaken it. I mean, we're all, we can't help it to be spiritual because we are spirit. But it's becoming aware and awakened of it. And I, I think we were talking literally just before we come on about the state of the world, about, I call it LMCs, my, my good old dad. Low mental capacity. There's a lot of people in the world, and again, forgive them, Father, for no, no, not what they do. We've been designed from the minute we are born to be controlled. Um, we're told what to think, what to believe, what's right and wrong, how to live. We, you know, we're owned. We, we have a, a passport, a birth certificate. Can't be free. We're not free. We have to, we have to obey the rules. Uh, to some degree, that's great, you know, but would we be, that's going back a little bit heavy and hippie, would we, are we, are, is man fundamentally before society and government bad? Is it doggy dog, I'll kill you and you kill me? Or did we get along and love? I think, I like to think that we were, um, well, I've, I've actually been studying this. We're all about love, you know, and it's, there's, there's, well, I'm not going to get into too hippie because this isn't the time, um, but there's energies um, around us, uh, intelligent energies beyond our comprehension. Um, and as you said, there's different dimensions around us all the time. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Dogs can hear things we can't hear. There's frequencies going here. Um, on this phone and you can't see them. I can speak to someone in Japan. doesn't mean it's not there. So there's different dimensions of different things going on. Intelligent, which are, uh, there's benevolent and malevolent ones. I'm not gonna go into too much in that because but can we just look at what's going on in the world. You, 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 you seem to be, we were talking literally just before we came on about the, what's going on. Um, <clears throat> And it seemed like you struck me a little bit pessimistic about it. And that's understandable. And it's, it's, it's nervous. It is, it is nervous, but I, I'm not buying what's going on, uh, which is the, the, the governments of the world's um, standpoint. And I'll tell you why. I've been in more than 50 court hearings. And just taking this from a practical level, been in more than 15 court hearings in the last 10 years which is an absurd, ridiculous amount. 
and very sad. And I'll tell you about, um, I can't go into exact details, but I'll tell you some things about that in a second. When you're presented with evidence, even if it's crap and it's presented for a judge, you're going to listen to it. Now, okay, so we've got the evidence of the government, of the governments of the world, of the WHO, of the, um, the World Health Organization, the, the top scientists, they don't lie to us. They're, they're, you know, they're presenting this evidence. Okay. But then you're getting evidence from someone else. They're not just Joe Bloggs or the, someone else, but we won't mention his name. There's, there's a very famous person who's a conspiracy theorist. There's, 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 there's people of renown who are presenting peer-reviewed backed research. I'm like, well, okay, well, let's just discuss it. Let's just discuss it then. Let's have a look at it. Don't, let's not just cut it out because we don't want people to think. Let's at least discuss it and let's, let's, people, let's let people decide. You know, oh no, it's too dangerous. We can't have that. We can't have people. That's all I'm saying. Let's let people decide what's going on. And um, I've gone off on a massive tangent, but uh, I did mention that with all of the sadness that's happened to me, I've, um, I've used creatively um, to, to form a foundation. What I've found, it sounds like I'm talking in riddles, what I've found when you're suffering, if you can find some reason for the suffering and you can help other people with that, that helps you cope with it. And that's what I've done. Um, I formed the Bob Reed Foundation, which is a, an organisation to help parents, let's get rid of that, parents and grandparents uh, have a relationship with their alienated child or grandchild. Um, I have a bit of experience in this. That's all I can say. Um, I have a lot of experience in this. And it's one of the saddest, most horrendous things that goes on in our society. But I'm helping people, generally helping people, and it makes me feel great. Um, it doesn't make my situation great, and I, I kind of put that to the back of my mind in some respects, but by being of service, my, my pain and suffering has some reason. The Bob Reed Foundation is, if anyone out there ultimately is, has a... I'll, I'll, I'll share you a link so you can put it up there. Just check us out, www bobreedfoundation.com who was um, bob mate bob reed my dad um a loving father grandfather of many children creative an ex-paratrooper even though funnily i didn't even know dad was a soldier until i was about 14 he was a hippie he was a proper hippie he served in cyprus against the yoko terrorists in 1956 and Suez. he um yeah, he had a family, um, wanted to leave the army, but he was a very creative, loving person, full of culture. He was a very, I loved my dad, absolutely loved him. And like me, an absolute diplomat, kind, compassionate, loving soul. Slightly inappropriate at times, which is why we've had suffering. Because unfortunately, people will use that, well, people, if they're clever, and they want, they mean you bad. They can twist what your words, and that's what I've had repeatedly. And I'm going to go back to it again. We this all went on a tangent because you were talking about a celebrity come time with me. <laughs> I think that was one of the last celebrity things I did. I've done. I still do the odd celebrity thing. I'm not completely anti it. Look, I'm a businessman, right? If I'm going to do a bit of business, I mean, 
you get you get you want i know if, if i mention katie price that can probably help as horrible as it is i don't want to ever talk about that woman ever again but it she has a a weird car crash um people it's like watching a car crash people want to watch that so that's gonna promote the podcast i don't want to ever promote her i don't want to ever talk about her ever again in my life um because i i was doing stuff way before I had my first big TV show a week before I even met her. You know, I lost, I lost more from being with her than gained, much more. Um, but so what I'm saying is, if, there, if, there's, if, there's a business, if there's a business deal to be done, look, we want to get it out there. We want to tell people about it. So I'm, I'm all right for a bit of celebrity in the right text. Um, unfortunately, it's not been always that great. Mm. What's your opinion on all press is good press? Obviously, Jimmy Savile press or Gary Glitter press isn't good press, but <laughs> I'm not into that because I'm an I'm an honest guy. I love all people, Alex. Uh, uh, only any everything you see coming from me, right? Other than one thing, which I will mention, is just because I love humanity. I love this universe, and I've found the way to become an enlightened individual. And I've been through some shit to get here, right? Um, the one caveat to that is I needed 500 quid a month to pay my bills. That's, that's the, if you want to call it the commercial guy in me or the businessman or the, you know, I prostitute myself for 500 quid. I, I, I need that, right? If I can't pay my bills, I can't be doing shows on youtube and and all this kind of thing so in order to maintain that 500 pound a month i had to go into different pockets some of which i wasn't particularly comfortable with but which i could justify with my moral compass because i knew where i'd get to now which is a voice that heals many many thousands of people you know um i'm in process of setting up a charity just so i can give this very simple system that i've developed it's very simple life is simple it's just clusterfucked by the crap that these sociopaths that control us and who own the media shove in front of the average person's face all day long right i'm not saying that there's some that there's ever going to be an answer to any of this. But what I am saying is my brothers and sisters in the military community are killing themselves at a rapid rate. I think that extends to the wider uh, mental health kind of scenario. I don't think it's just service people. I think there's a lot of people. I just wondered, I asked this question. I, this is a question I've, I asked this question just yesterday. Do you think our ancestors, 100, 200, 300, even 1,000 years ago, committed suicide? No, of course not. It wouldn't so have why been... are we doing it now? I mean, obviously they died because there was life, life could have been a bit tougher. But what, why, what's going on? This We're doing life? it now, mate, because we've been sold alive by a bunch of sociopaths that are a very small group in society that... They get their kicks and their power base from manipulating and controlling others. They haven't found 
um, the light, the spirituality, the love, the, the stuff that we're talking oh, about. Oh, well, mate, that's all a bit hippy-whippy here, mate. You're talking <laughs> a lot of bollocks, mate. Come on. I'm a real world geezer. How are we going to sort this problem out then? Give me some real well, world answers. I, I don't understand all that stuff. How do we, how do we, what, what can I do to stop this, this evil? God, there's so many things, mate. First of all, everybody, women included, need to grow a pair of fucking bollocks, you know? Seriously, it's fine to think for yourself. You don't have to be subject to groupthink and wor what, worry what these masks. people might, might think about you. This is, this is the game they play. They make you afraid of having your own mind because they've set, and look what's happening in society at minute, set up so many groups of hate that are under the guise of, of freedom and liberation and respect and inequality for all. And that's not, a, a, I'm not referring to the American constitution there, which I think is wonderful. Um, you know, they've got everybody hating on each other when we're all actually trying to do the same thing, which is love, live, chill the fuck out and spend as much time with our kids as we can before we die. That, that it, it, life's not that complicated, but these sociopaths, they know how to play the game because they've done it for thousands of years and they know how you're... Hold your... on a second, hold on a second. Spend as much time with... With? Your children. Before? Before you... Th these carbon molecules, which we've kidded ah, ourselves... Even better, right? Carbon yeah. molecules, right. So um, what happens then, these carbon molecules? We die, they dissolve, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, all that thing. Next what about us? Next what about week, us? mate, next week, you're, you're the tail of a fish or you're the feather on a bird or, or you're, you're certainly a little tiny part of it. And the great energy that flows through us, which, which people will have, have tried to say is your individualism, this sort of thing. I just think it's part of the whole great... Chris Frawl, does he exist again anywhere else? Is he not eternal? No. Uh, only, and then I'll, I'll, a part of you. I'll only you know about the, what do you know about the, uh, I think I said this a few times, um, the eight grams theory? What is this? When you're burned, you boil down to eight grams? Yeah. No, not when you're burned. Not when you're burned. The second you die, I've made it. I'm going to have this wrong. And someone can please shoot me down a flame so I have this wrong. I might, I'm, I've, I've got a lot of information and I'm not sometimes, I've not checked it all. Um, and I get, I have to get criticised by my family. Oh, Alexander, you're looking at some stupid conspiracy theory stuff again. I'm like, well, yeah, I am. But I mean, let's, is it stupid? Just have a look at it yourself. Oh no, that's a load of rubbish. <laughs> all right, okay. So, but what the government say on, on the BBC or Sky, that's not rubbish, is it? Okay, if I could prove to you what they've said is rubbish. Anyway, I've gone off. Long story short, eight grams. Second you die, you're eight grams eight, less. Eight, eight, eight grams to me mean, probably means something different. To, no, not to you, but to other people. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a weight. It's, I don't know uh, what say, it's an order. I don't know what. <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I never had the money to buy I think eight grams is probably the biggest amount of, 
of you know what I ever bought in my life. I wasn't a guy that could buy these quarters and all this. I don't even know the weights, mate. For me, it was like if I, I think a quarter used to be three and a half grams, and I could just about afford that because I I was unemployed and all this sort of stuff, right? But back to your eight grams, and I'll stop trying to be deviant. The second you die, you weigh eight grams less. What does? You do. When I die? The millisecond. The nanosecond. The second you die, you weigh eight grams less. Oh, there. Yeah. Is that because they take my wig off? What have I done here? Can you no, see you're me? Fine. As far as we're concerned, mate, you're fine. You're, you're, um, okay, okay, okay. For a parrot, they don't know. No, you're naked. So, what's that eight grams? <laughs> Pass on that one, mate. I got, I got. Well, I don't, I've, I've not, I've not physically died in this. In this species, in this in this avatar yet. Mm. Avatar. Okay. For people listening, right? I don't profess to know it all. I just know what works for me, and I'm the happiest person I ever met. Even when I have the worst day possible, I'm still the happiest person because there ain't no reason to be un un unhappy, right? Or or yeah. when there are days that come that are extremely challenging, and we all know what those could be. You know, there's a better, you can have a better mindset at coping with these horrible kind of, you know, terrible times in life, basically when we lose a loved one, right? That I don't profess, when I talk about carbon molecules, I'm not a scientist. I, I, I read the scriptures. I'm not. You know, I've, I'm not. I've, I've read a bit of the scriptures that when it comes my way, I don't avidly seek it out. But I, I gather that people through history have felt like I am, that there's a kind of spirity thing, energy. That so you, you have done drugs, right? And let's talk about, um, have you done drugs which mess around with your, your penal? Not your penal, your penal gland. Your um, dimethyltryptoline, the, the chemical which we produce when we die and when we sleep, when we go into deep meditation. The chemical that gives you deja vu, gut, Feelings, in a sense, third eye psyche, just knowing instinct. Have you have you done those drugs or me, no, medicines? Medicines. Well, plant medicine, I've not done um, in that kind of in not in the context you're talking about. I mean, some people say weed is a medicine, right? And yeah, it does. Yeah. I'm, I've no doubt it cures many things. It's also highly acidic if you smoke it yeah, yeah. so the the notion that you can smoke yourself healthy is yeah yeah that's not going to pass with me all right know? let me let me get off the drug the reason i went drugs is because i know you've done drugs i was intrigued what drugs you've done you don't need we produce all of these drugs absolutely naturally mm. if you know how to harness your body and use it in the correct way i'm doing a lot of hard chi kung which is basically tai chi tai chi on steroids have breathing a lot of deep yogic pranic breathing and you can actually, there's, there's several chemicals, serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, there's a few more, which we all need every day from cuddling, from hugging, from smiling, from fresh air, from eating good, from breathing. Um, and I just cuddle with my I am 
my chihuahua. I'm the world's best chihuahua dad. This little thing has given me so much love. And I get oxytocin. Playing with a dog, this ultimate, I look into our eyes every day. It's the most wonderful feeling. Forget about any um, drug that I can buy on the corner or the, from the pharmacy. These are drugs we all produce naturally. Um, I'm going off onto one. Have you had feelings of you just know it all, you get it all, you've got absolute, complete enlightenment? And then that's, merely that's, second later. That's where I am. That's where I am now, Alex. I but, I'm a completely enlightened being. There there might be people you know, that have a different. But, no, but what I mean is, you you got got it, and then you lose it again. You only lose it when you go acidic because your lifestyle choices have been a bit crap. Because you know maybe you've been partying with the boys all you, weekend. You know you know you know what the meaning of life is. The universe, everything. Why we're we here. It's got to be more to life than just. Uh, having children, getting a job, going and providing for them, dying, and then that's it. To me, it's got to be something more. Yeah, when you find a meaning in life, you'll realise you never needed to ask the question in the first place. So you have? I yeah. envy you. I envy you. What is yeah, it? It's, but it's not... Not 42. Well, but I've been through a lot, mate. You know, I, I my, when I was going through my real uh, addiction phase which is suffering you know but but let's be honest you're not going to learn stuff if you haven't suffered people would say to me you think too much why don't you just stop thinking <laughs> and my kind of answer was well because i'm dying I, I if i don't think my way out of this yeah I, I i won't be here in a year's time i'm you know yeah. you can you can't stick needles in your arm 12 times a day and live in utter squalor and and be doing handstands on the top of skyscrapers for, for very long, you know? And Is I, that what you're doing, 12 times a day? Yeah, I was injecting... Um, basically, I got addicted to crystal meth in Hong Kong, and over there, you just smoke it off a bit, bit of silver foil, a bit like chasing the dragon, right? And then when I got yeah. back to the UK a year later, yeah. crystal is very hard to get hold of in this country unless you're in the right circles. And I... You know, down here in the in the in the in Jana Land, um, which is the southwest of England for people that are listening, it, Jana Land. It, it's not something you could call up, you know, some dealer that you know, and he's going to bring it round. But what they could bring you back then, and we're talking twenty years ago, was base. So it's it base is a, a is a form of methamphetamine, right? But it's raw. Crystal meth is pure, right? Yeah. Give you an idea. Ah, that's, I don't even need to go there, but... Raw and pure, what's raw difference? I'm intrigued, I'm, I'm fascinated. Crystal meth, the reason they call it ice... Yeah. ...is it's methamphetamine, which is a very strong form of... So amphetamine was your old, like... Speed. You could buy diet pills at the chemist, especially in the... Yeah, city. yeah, my mum... Yeah. In the seventies, was on speed all the time. She, yeah. You know, she's taking diet pills. Getting, still buy them. You could still buy it. Ten years ago in Thailand, you could walk into a chemist, say, "Look, I'm, I'm feeling a bit fat. Can you give me some of them?" And they go, "They knew you was just wanted to get high, right?" But they sell you over the counter this pot pot pack of ten pills. You pop pop. I don't know the dose, guys. So don't please don't do this. But you know, let's just say you pop four of them, and next thing you know, you've got just this lovely 
well, lovely for me anyway, rushy, yeah, yeah, yeah. like happy, excited, let's get shit done, you know. Um, crystal meth, the reason it's called ice is it's methamphetamine purified through a chemical process to its purest form. So if you buy, let's say, um, a gram... It looks like band. So I know they've always got the, the, the hard... Uh, it looks like ice. Yeah, it looks like ice because it's 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 like ninety nine point seven percent pure um, methamphetamine. And what do you do? Do you inject that? Do you smoke it? How Whatever it? you want. All of those. All and what sort of, how and how do you not know to overdose and kill yourself? And what does it do to you? I don't know. Um, is that the same thing as what we call PCP? Is that what Christopher? Nothing. Was? No, different. Angel dust or PCP, I think, is some uh, like a tranquilizer thing here. Probably, I, I don't know, guys, so feel free to write in the sure, comments. Sure. But uh, it, I, I'm guessing that's something on, along the lines of ketamine. I, I, I'm not sure. So you, know, you, did this, you did this um, crystal meth, and what would it do? How long would you be up for? Oh, this is the thing, right? One gram of party speed, right? You, you, you do that in a one-er, it's probably like 10% pure anyway, right? And it's yeah. gonna give you a buzz for yeah. like yeah, five or six hours. You go to your rave or your house party and you come home and you sleep and you feel a bit shit for the next three days, right? Uh, one gram of methamphetamine, mm. you only gonna be wanting to do even hardcore a quarter of that and you're going to be raging, right? And you're talking not sleeping for uh, 24 hours at, 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 at least, right? So you could easily overdose on that. One gram of crystal meth, and this is, this is what people don't get, doesn't even compare to those two other examples. This is pure. One tiny crystal the size of a rock salt, like what you put on your dinner, right? One crystal the size of a rock salt if you haven't done it before you smoke that you're going to be up 24 hours right and to give you an idea if you buy a gram which i couldn't really the only time i actually i think bought a full are you gram how does it work are you compass mentis are you like in a euphoric level well the reason I'm, I'm asking i'm trying to find out what why people do that is it do they escape i mean okay. i know i've done drugs i've escaped reality yeah um, it's like, let me just finish the example for anyone who, who's interested. So one gram, you're talking, you've got about 50 crystals. Yeah. One crystal keep you up 24 hours. You've got 50. Okay, your tolerance goes up massively, like the more you take. What I'm saying is what one gram. That one gram would kill you then? That would kill you. Oh, uh, I knew people in Hong Kong that would inject a gram something like three times a day. It was utterly just phenomenal, mate, extreme. I couldn't believe it. For me, I'd make my little gram last the whole week and I wouldn't sleep. I didn't sleep for nine days one time. You know, the police... Oh, my had... God. And what happens to your, your mind when that happens? So... You must, you must go... The reason why I'm so intrigued is because you're altering your chemicals and your physiology... We have natural um, hormones and you're, you're atrophying them. 
It's like, I understand steroids. You take testosterone to get big and strong. Guess what you do? But your body stops making its own testosterone. So I wonder what happens to your body. You're taking all these, all these um, happy hormones artificially and releasing them all, and then you've got none left. But yeah. what, what happens? How do you, how do you combat well, that? I can only talk from a scientific point of view, from what the textbooks would say, because if I was to tell you my experience, we get this, this video, this podcast gets demonetized automatically on certain platforms, right? Yeah. I, I guess that's that it's tempting to glorify the thing, which I will never do. I will only ever give you my truth about anything, but particularly this area, because if you go and think, go and if someone went and did this and died, I don't want that on my conscience. You got to remember yeah. anytime you do drugs, folks, your risk of death significantly. I'm not saying loads of people on a, a dying on drug. If you look statistically, it's actually quite rare. But what I'm saying is you, you do it. And certainly if you do it long enough, you'll be like me where you'll look back and you'll have lots of mates. That and, are dead. and the misery it causes in your life, the misery. The, I mean, it's all very well. What, what goes up doesn't just come down and it comes crashing down. Comes that, down that, that destroys not just your life it destroys other people's lives around you so that's the listen you're not there's there's no uh glorification there in my opinion no it's like but people don't understand to understand it from the textbook point of view it gives you a euphoric rush yeah so you go from for days depends again like i said how much you, you're doing but let's say you do that one crystal and you smoke it off a bit of foil or whatever, um, you're going to suddenly, well, I, I can only talk textbook. I can't tell you my experience. So the textbook would say you experience a euphoric rush. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be that that euphoric rush is going to, for the people that, it, that like that drug. And let's remember, not everybody likes every drug. Some people can do something and go, Ugh, fuck that shit i didn't like it you know i don't want to do that again it made me like this or it made me like that right if but if you're a person and significantly with crystal meth more people seem to get on that train than other drugs right um if you like and if it, it you know if you like it you you feel euphoric you feel absolutely unbelievable um if you've let's say you had a very damaged childhood and you went through school being told you were a failure and you know you 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 were you had unresolved childhood trauma which we're now finding out many many people have right yeah. called ptsd right yeah then suddenly you're giving this magic chemical that puts all that shit to bed you don't just feel good about yourself, but you feel like, oh my God, you you, you are ma master of the freaking universe. It's a mask, man. isn't it? It's a mask, isn't it? It's all right. In fact, it's basically like what we we have it in this. We have it in the world when you people who are in suffering, such pain, we give them overdoses of morphine. I think there's a word. There's a word for it. Um, you, you basically, I mean. Um, my father, unfortunately, he's such pain. He just they kept giving him more and more morphine. 
Can um, I just say, because it come back to something you're saying, Alex, and I'm not like I'm not claiming that I agree with this or anything. I'm just saying it for conversation's sake. They're yeah. now saying that that giving people morphine at the end of their life is severing their connection with the natural DMT that would kick in. Yeah. Take you to this amazing euphoric place where, where you weren't scared of death, for example, and you were no longer in pain. Yeah. How do they know I, that? How do they know that? I'm intrigued. That, that makes sense because this is what I'm trying to say about drugs and having done drugs. You, it's all very well doing them, but you're, you're stopping the body's natural ability to go to places which you can actually have. You know, like, like I said, look at testosterone and steroids. You stop producing testosterone. Um, and it, yeah, so it, it's, what's best? Saying that, I mean, I'm always like, having done drugs, I'm anti-drugs. But if, if I'm on the operating table and you're going to cut me open, and I'd like some drugs, please. I, um, if, I mean, I know I could deal with it if I didn't, if I had to. But if I've got the option of like having, what do you call that thing where you put in your back to numb you, uh, an epidural um, to stop me feeling all the pain, then yeah, I'll, I'll have the epidural, please. <laughs> um, but it's like um, the birthing canal. I mean, lots of women now, they want the C-section straight away. That's but, apparently, according to, to my friend, that's quite normal in Australia. That's the thing they go for first before... Yeah. But, but you get, when the baby goes through the vaginal canal, it gets all of the information from, this is from my studying, about how to develop its immune system. It needs to go through that vaginal canal, the birth canal, to, to get the most uh, immune fighting um, effects. So if you're bypassing, obviously there's going to be cases where you need to do a C-section, but if it's purely for vanity, then it's not actually best for the health of your child. Um, but what I'm trying to say is I'm working to the day when I, I can make enough money to fund my charity and put content online. That What's your charity? At the minute, it's just, it, it's chrisrule.org as, as a concept, right? But my idea is I want to help people that are feeling suicidal to say no it doesn't have to be that way and look just start doing these little things baby steps which is what i had to do when i was dying from addiction right as many people know imperative you smile at the sun every morning and if you don't understand why you need to do that then you and i we need to talk because that is just a, a all right, Fundamental. let's talk about it now. What sort of smile at the sun, malarkey, frog? It's gratitude, mate. Why the sun? It's symbolic of the life force, the energy, the greater universe, this thing that we probably will never understand. And do you know what? That's okay. We don't have to understand it. It's just something, there's something nice about connecting with the universe it it makes you feel good and it puts your life on the right path right the idea of saying thank you to the sun yeah. every morning is gratitude for this one chance at earth uh, one chance at this life some people say you have several lives i i don't i can't talk about that because i don't know about it um it's to remember 
especially for people like ourselves who've been in the military, I know many young people that died at a very young age. They're no longer here. Some of them died in absolutely horrific circumstances. And so when I'm smiling at the sun every morning, thank you, Mother Nature. Thank you for my chance at life. I'm also, I'm living on behalf of them. Um, Do you believe in past lives? Do you not think about it? I don't believe in anything that can't be proved to me. And it's not that I'm a doubt. It's that I, I wouldn't... Like, it... It, I, I'm, I wouldn't dispute it, Alex. It's just I don't know how. How could how could I ever prove it? A hundred people could tell me I've had this vision. This so you understand? So I was anti tanks, Milan, right? And um, in the, in the army, um, I remember an eighteen year old kid. So listening to our officer talking about how the the mechanic mechanism here goes down there, the charge goes there, and it goes round, and it goes, and then yeah, but sir. If I press this button and point it over there, it goes bang. Yes, Reed. Yes, Reed. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I didn't yes. understand it. I didn't That's understand great. it. I didn't understand it. There's things I don't understand, but I have an appreciation how this world works. And I'm like, I, I've got faith um, that, 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 like, that it, my, my intelligence, make, 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 there's got to be something more here. You know, the, the, the things that we've got in our everyday society. What's that? Is it uh, Turkey? That ancient tomb, Tebekli Teki? I'm not saying it right. It's about eight, twelve thousand years old. It's got precision cuts, which they can't do today, which they didn't have the tools. You know, and forget the pyramids. The pyramids are quite modern. There's, there, there's even ancient more pyramids around the world. And they're, they're showing how, the, you know, the Baghdad battery, all this ancient technology. To sh and you look at all, and I've studied a lot of, not in depth studying, but I've I've read a lot on like ancient literature texts, religious texts, civilizations, Mesopotamia, Assyria, the Vedas. You know, the Vedas they talk about like ships, spaceships, and like these they call them gods or titans, but aliens basically, giving them technology and it, there's and you actually see the correlation of how advanced they were. So when I'm seeing all this, I'm like. It's got to be some like the ancient Egyptians. Um, they talk about they uh, they put your your organs in a pot, all different pots, your heart, your lungs, for the next life. And I'm like, we all think that's hocus pocus. We're not all of us. No, I mean I just think that's all crazy. They're all backward. They're like like crazy. This, but hang on, this is what I was trying to say earlier on. I've Alex, had one sec. One sec. Yeah, that. Um... I can't remember the name of the, the ruins, but I've been there and you see this a lot in Central and South America, mm. these massive um, stone blocks. Yeah. I would say granite, but again, I don't pretend to know that no. some of them weigh in excess of a hundred thousand tons, if, if not more, they are yeah. huge. Right. And they're put together with such precision that you couldn't put a Rizla paper between them. Yeah. And um, to my knowledge, Alex, I don't know if anyone in our modern culture has been able to explain how they did it, mm. which... I'm sure they will. It's like they understand um, how they understand... Are we on now? 
Yeah, yeah, we're all... We're... Uh, we they understand now about the pyramids being um, electrical power stations. Yes. But they've seen all the, 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 the scientists are saying it's not common knowledge, which I don't understand why. You know, it's, but it's, you can see all the trace elements and they've, they've got the theory and it would be conducting. This is, this is where it gets a bit far out. It's like spaceships. And they talk about how much electricity they had back in ancient Egypt. Um, why have I gone this? There's, what I'm saying is science is starting to catch up. It's starting to, to start to understand with, with the uh, uncovering. I'm sure we already know all this. It's about releasing it at the right times. I mean, the Tower of Babel um, was burnt. It was one of the great ancient wonders of the world. We would apparently be a thousand years ahead of advancement with the technology that we had there. Um, there's so much knowledge that we, which is I've been withheld from us. Why? Control, religion, business, basically, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, it's big business, and the business, if the business is to keep us um, as a slave race, not questioning, and the, you know the most advanced form of slavery is today with the pound note or any note. We've not haven't got enough money to pay. What what if what's your number one thing you've got to do before you can sit down and have this conversation with me on this podcast? Find your five hundred quid. It's just, it's like we're all we're none of we're all slaves to that, mm. or are we? Trying to trying to change my mindset around that. It's like I, I say, off, Alex, you know. When I say grow a pair of balls, I'm obviously talking to our beautiful sisters as well. I don't mean any offence there. But we let these sociopaths create this phony money system that puts us in debt our whole lives, right? And we just accept it. Do we? Do we let them? We, we, we don't know any different. Like, I often consider it like lemons. We let them, through our, we let them through our naivety and our belief that what we see on that thing in the corner of the room, that thing called a television. Matrix, Neo. Neo wakes up and he's like, hang on, is, is this real? Can I jump off a building and fly? And he does it the first time. Like lemons, right? Uh, how many, most of us are lemons. Low mental capacity. We, even I know all the bullshit in the media. And I still occasionally, I don't even read a newspaper, but I might see a headline here or there, oh, blimey, so-and-so's done that. And, oh, hold on, Alex Reed, Alexander Reed. That's not, that might not be true. That might not be true just because it says it in the paper. <laughs> but is it, it's, it's in a, continually in our, our subconscious, subconscious. We're told how to think, how to believe, what's right and wrong. And so if, if the lemons are all going to fall off the cliff, right, how many neo-lemons are there? Neo, well, I'm talking about, I'm going off in, I'm, I'm taking a big leap of faith and everybody listening to me understands what I'm saying. Neo was, um, is it, what's his name from the Matrix? It was, uh, it was the- Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves Keanu. from the Matrix. Yeah, yeah he, he wakes up and he gets out the Matrix. Um, how many Neo, how many of us are Neos and how many of us are Lemons? And when we understand that there's another, we might not be a Neo, but we might, 
be woken up by a Neo. Oh, maybe there's a better way to do things. Yes. You say, because you say, Chris, we give our power away. Have we really got any choice if we're asleep? If we're plugged in into that matrix, we're plugged in. How do we wake up? What an absolutely brilliant question, mate. How do we wake up? Can we talk about the pyramid stuff again? Because that's fascinating. Who, who wrote Fingerprint of the Gods? That wonderful. Oh, thing. what's his name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chariots of the Grots. Was it that one? I think he's written two. Well, I yeah. think he's written several. I, I know the guy. He's a uh, European guy. Was he, he's was on he Joe Rogan a lot. Let me just, uh, excuse me, folks. I'm just going to. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to. Type into a search engine. It's great, isn't it? Is it is it scary though as well? Because um, Elon Elon Musk saying with AI, look at what we, we we're getting acclimatized to that now. Graham, um, isn't it? It's our Graham Hancock. And not Graham Hancock. He done he's done it as well. No, maybe it was Graham Hancock actually. Yeah, so I'm was, talking about I'm talking about the book Fingerprints of the Gods. By yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it was, it was this. I think it was this book, mate. I read when I travelled through Central and South America, which I've, I've done a couple of times now, um, opened my eyes to things. Um, this, yeah, going back to what you're saying, how much have we been lied to? Yeah. And there's some things I'm not going to go into because I don't want to be so controversial, but it's there's no actual hate and some things i could say which could be considered racist they could be considered uh ignorant and it's not a question of those at all the real i'm not going to go there because i don't want any abuse it's not i don't necessarily believe those but those those theories um but when you're like presented with evidence which makes you look at life in a different paradigm you might think hold on a second why are we we're we, we think this is evil. The actual evil isn't that. That's not the real evil. It sounds like I'm talking in riddles. I'm talking about what's going on with wars, with governments, with uh, empires, how we're the propaganda, looking at all of the propaganda from before the 19th, uh, the 20th century, like the, the Boer Wars, what, was, what the Bilderberg and the Rothschilds were doing to create the wars and around the world. I don't want to go into it too much, but my point is, are we, we're not really awake to what's really going on. And we, we connect the dots later on in history. In another 100 years, maybe we, I think we're starting to get what we call 100 monkey syndrome. Basically, critical mass. When enough people get, get it, everybody gets it. 100 monkey syndrome was there was monkeys in the 60s, 50s, I can't remember, 50s, 60s, being studied on two different islands. I think it was in the South Pacific. And they discovered that one group of monkeys, they're washing their bananas. One monkey washed its banana in water and it tasted better. So the other monkey, oh, that looks good. I'm going to start doing that. So all the monkeys on that island started washing their bananas in water to get the sand off. 100 miles away, simultaneously, at the exact same time, they started doing it critical mass, what they're saying, the 100 monkey syndrome, when enough people get it, everybody gets it. Mm. So with this theory, um, we all, it also works in reverse. If everyone's dumbed down, 
oh, there's something going on at the moment, which we're not going to go on about, but it's fear. It's uh, mass hysteria. And it, it, it works in reverse. So it's about people like me and yourself trying to raise vibration, raise consciousness, and make people think for themselves. I went off on a tangent now. <laughs> no, you've done a, you're doing a good job, mate. And, you, and, you, and you're so right. Um, I want to go back to the pyramid thing, because to people listening, when you just said it's to create, to create energy, rather, they'll be like, what the, hang on, I thought it was a giant sarcophagus, right? No, what Alex is saying is, if you look at the work of Tesla, who built these great big towers into the sky, and he showed how you could create energy yeah. from, from the natural resources with, without destroying those natural resources. Obviously, I'm talking about oil and, and gas here, right? And, and wood, obviously. Um, and when you look at the way the pyramids design, they're made of, uh, I'm just talking off the top of my head, they're coated in limestone. They originally had a gold cap on them, which was yeah. the first thing to be stolen. What's that good at doing? Gold? Conduct conductor. Of what? Electricity. Right? Un underneath them, they have a rib... They're, they're placed on top of underground rivers, which, which kind of ionises or some technical blooming stuff. Um, and they have these shafts that go up through them that carry, I think it was uh, copper rods or something. And what what the scientists or the historians have told you were sarcophaguses, i.e. these stone, stone chambers to put coffins in, actually is that's ridiculous because they're so huge, there's no human being that big. They were, they would have been filled like a battery would have been filled. And, it, and these pyramids were able to chuck this huge current into the air which was then able to be accessed not only by local people, there's some uh, hieroglyphics in, in Egyptian culture that show people holding light bulbs. This is ancient Egypt. They've got light bulbs, right? But also these pyramid structures have been found all over the globe. The biggest one's actually in Bosnia, was it Croatia? Hence, this possibly this energy goes up into yeah. let's just call it the ionosphere and it can travel around the planet and be tapped into other places and this goes back to the fingerprint of the gods graham hancock's work yeah this this great realm of knowledge that we that's been hidden to us by our and he's talking about graham it was, i think it was him saying how they're in exact alignment with the stars in this the symmetry with the parameters of planet earth i don't entirely um, profess to understand what he's actually talking about there but is all the mathematics sound sound but I don't quite maybe do you understand what he's saying about there how it's in right diameters and dimensions within decimal point of like the constellations well not only that but in other on other continents they're in the same amazing alignment and this is a time when we think there was no, you know, no communication. You know, you're not, not the communications so that we have now. How long now. before we, we properly lift the lid on it? Like, okay, 
All right, guys, well, governments, you know what? We've been, uh, we thought it'd probably best to sort of tell you that we've been hiding a bit of the truth from you and let's just let you have it all straight away. You know, or, uh, how do you reckon it all comes out, this information? Because it's, it's coming out more and more and more. I haven't even started on Antarctic. What's going on there? You know, the, the underground cities there. Yeah, the um, the technology there. It's the I haven't talked about the the shift of poles. Oh, we mentioned when we we're off air something about the anarchy, and I I, I buy that. It makes sense. All the texts I've read, um, <clears throat> and look at the different correlations in all the different religions around the world, with the Garden of Eden and the. Who are know, the anarchy then, mate? Um, I've, I've, there's a lot more to it. There's there's literally hundreds of thousands of years. Um, long story short, there's a planet X, which when I was at school is in our solar system. Um, they, were, they discovered a new planet. Um, I don't know if it's actually been acknowledged as a planet now, has it? Planet X, it's in our solar system. And that can't think it's quite far away away. Um, planet Nibiru, home of, in ancient texts, in Mesopotamian and Assyrian ancient texts and Vedic texts, Indian texts, we talk about these advanced beings coming to planet Earth from planet Nibiru. They're called the Anunnaki. Um, there's lots of politics. They're like gods, titans. Basically, they came down to planet Earth and they create that because their, so, their planet was having a, <coughs> the, the hemisphere, the, the atmosphere uh, needed gold. I don't, I don't understand why gold, the element was needed to protect their atmosphere from dying, to protect the planet. So they came here, very advanced civilization, um, and must have been like gods to the, the primitives that were here then. I don't know if it was caveman, but it kind of, I'm paraphrasing. They decided to make a slave race of the, of the, of the cavemen here, to, to serve them and they initially this this is lots of different theories having studied different religious texts was, went to the Kabbalah Centre for about three years then there were some questions that didn't answer me in London but in in many different texts like the Kabbalahs we, we were we got the stories of Adam and Eve you know Adam was created and they, they correlate with the texts of the Anunnaki um, can, I, can I chip in what my understanding, and it, it's very crude, but in the, the Gnostic Gospels, these scrolls, the, 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 the Dead Sea Scrolls or whatever, that were, found, yeah. in to, that yeah, were yeah. found in a tomb, it gave a lot more kind of history than what we just got from our existing scriptures, talked about this Anunnaki race. And it is said, and just said, I don't know, I don't know, like where, how, or why it said, but that they interbred with humankind and they created this hybrid race that are basically rep that they have the reptilian brain. Not so, the Nephilim. You're something different about the Nephilim. Uh, is that? Am I getting? Nephilim and the giants. I talked about. Yeah, but uh, sorry, I'll I, I shut up. Carry on. Well, only only that that this race that they created had because they had this reptilian brain that had a different frontal lobe 
so they didn't experience things like empathy, they could then go out and be the sociopaths that we know today that are controlling the planet. So, you know, let's, let's look at that. I've been studying Kung Fu science. We actually all have a reptilian brain. We all have a reptilian brain. We have from our evolution, we still have elements of it. I know this because I studied Tai Chi forms before I fight to get into that reptilian mindset. A reptile isn't scared about paying the mortgage. It's not scared about dying or being died. It's just eat or be eaten. It doesn't, oh, I might lose. So uh, let's look at a mother with its child, her child, um, and someone tries to come and take the child off them. The mother will instantly fight to the death. You know, give her life. You know, that's the reptilian brain. When you allowed to learn the amygdala. It's, so we have mammalian canine and reptile brain. So we also have that, we still have that reptilian. There's forms I do to get into like, into the, and how you move your body to access those energies to make me more ready. And they're ancient Kung Fu forms. Um, <clears throat> there's many different warrior, warrior um, tribes around the world have, have this advanced technology. Yeah, they, they, they get into that. Um, it's, it, no, it's not. It's actually not. There's not emotion. It's like, I'm going to kill you. It's a, it's a, it's a hyphen or an alligator angry. Are they angry when they eat you? Is a tiger angry when it eats you? No, they're not. They, it's just, it's their nature. But it's fucking ferocious. Mm. That's what I mean. That's that reptile brain. We all have it. We all have it. So um, we've gone off on track. Is it it when someone, let's just say, bombs two buildings and and massacres 3,000 people in one hit, plus a load of other fucking shit, are are they feeling any emotion? That's not reptile brain. No, that's not. That's something different. I can go into that. That's not. That's... Reptile is almost innocent, weirdly. Innocent. I mean, again, they don't know, don't know any, any better. If I think I'm, I mean, it's, I don't know the actual, if I'm going to have virgins in heaven because I've killed the infidels, that's not, that's absolutely considered. And yeah, I'm doing it for, for moral reasons, you know. Ah, but you're... I think we're getting on narratives. You're talking official narrative here. I'm talking a real narrative who re- who really committed that act. Um, you know, let's go back to Anunnaki because um, I want to finish that off because we go off on tangents. Um, so, so, what's the difference between the Anunnaki and and the the net nef? Nephilim. Uh, no, so the Nephilim, the Nephilim are, they're talked about in, in the Bible. They're the giants. Giants ruled the earth. Nephilim. They are the, the angels had sex with humans, which is forbidden, and created the superior race, Nephilim, who kind of ruled the planet. They're like titans. It's where you can understand different theologies around the world. Greek, Norse, you know, you've got Zeus, you've got Kronos, you've got different, um, different um, Mars. You've got they've all got their own take on it. But the, so, long story short, all of these different beings are all in similar stories all around the world in different civilizations. So that's why I was going back to Kabbalah. They got the we talk about 
how do I do this? I'm going to try and cap this. Don't want to get to Garden of Eden, right? So there's innocent man, poor old innocent man. And then he's, then he's uh, got the tree of temptation, the tree of knowledge. You know, that's like, that's like giving, right? A box of um, quality streets in a room next to a five-year-old kid and you leave the room. Really? That's not responsible. Where's the free choice there? That's free choice, is it? That's, the, that's lemons. So don't, don't eat the chocolates. Do not eat the chocolates. <laughs> you've never eaten a chocolate, but you've, you've, you're like, you, you haven't got knowledge. So, you, so but what we're told is um, it's not the first chocolate you eat, it's the second chocolate. So long story short, these advanced beings, there's many different stories. I'll fast forward and then I'll come down. They don't want to do all this work. They want to mine the gold from this planet to take to their planet, the Biru, to save it. Oh, this is bloody hard work. Why don't we use these like these ape, ape men sort of like and advance them a little bit um, and we genetically splice them and modify them and put, put some of our DNA in there. Initially, they didn't die. Yeah, I mean, they talk about Noah lived to about 800. Moses was about 600. Uh, people didn't die. They, they lived so much longer. Uh, but then, hang on, this isn't, we're giving them too much power. We need to start genetically, genetically modifying them again. And some of them, uh, so these, these Anunnaki, they would be like the angels. Um, so there was, there's different forms of man, human, created, Mark 1, Mark 2, and you see it in the different, the different eight men, the different... Uh, I, I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to simplify it, and it's, there's, there's hundreds of thousands of years here, and politics, arguments between the, the, the Titans or the Anunnaki um, and wars, lots of war. Um, some of us sided, then there's, then basically some of the Anunnaki started having sex with the, the, the beings that they've created and created this advanced superior race of Nephilim. It goes off and there's all sorts of tangents. It sounds like a science fiction film, but it's not science fiction. It's all in history. Just pick up the different texts around the world. And, and then start looking at when these people who created tombs like Gobekli Tepe, I think I'm saying it right, the pyramids, are they that crazy? Hang on, it's all there in black and white on, you know, in tablets. And we're, we're like, nah, that's just hocus pocus. They weren't, as a, they weren't very advanced. They weren't very advanced. Really? These guys weren't advanced. How could, that, that to me is, that strokes idiocy. They created things that we can't create today with their technology. Yeah, and there's lots of theories on how they've done that. But now I'm like, so yeah, we've been spliced, we've been mucked around. We have, we, we were initially eternal. You know, our soul moves on, it goes. That's why the Egyptians, they talk about the afterlife and coming back. Um, I'm, 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 I'm covering about, 10 different subjects at one because it's so complex it's very hard to explain yeah it's become complex for me Alex in recent days because I would just say even though we entertain these conversations and these notions thoughts bits of history fragments video you you know of course we'll entertain it all I won't even be skeptical on on it I'm like 
how the how the fuck am I supposed to know? Come on, look, you know. But, but here's the thing: I said to somebody on a podcast a couple of days ago, look, look, put all that stuff aside. We still have this elite group. When I say elite, I I, I mean untouchable group of sociopaths. Some people call them psychopaths. Some people call them satanists. Yeah. Uh, whatever term we want to give. Illuminati. I shouldn't say that. Way above Illumin- Illuminati are just the idiot puppets yeah. that buy it. Reptilian brain, all that stuff. I know what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, the Illuminati are just... And when I say Illuminati, no, I'm talking about all all esoteric organisations. They're just idiots that think that they're going to get some better deal in life by doing stupid shit like 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 this and it, and it's and and, and it life isn't like that it, it you you can't it, it just isn't like that i'm not saying i don't understand why people go down those those roads and i know people many people that and i'm sure you do that have gone I've been invited into them yeah I, I was threatened by the illuminati believe it or not really um just little bit of brief thing. It was a, it was a, a game. I, I somebody wanted to make my life story into a, a video game, uh, particularly my eating smoke honk, and and I dared ask the question. Yeah, but what about email I got back was you shut up. You're just the guy that signs the thing to say we make the game, right? And it wasn't these are not big Illuminati big wizards. This is just a like basically it was it was a woman, right? And when I went, sorry, I'm I'm out of here. If you think you're making a game in my name and I'm not allowed to have any creative input, it's just not not who wow. I am, right? Yeah, yeah. The email then got back, and I wish I'd kept it. Was do you know? I'm in with so and so who's high up in the Illuminati, and how dare you? T-? And I was like, uh, anyway, that, that's yeah. just folks. That's just an aside. But here's the thing. My conversation in this podcast a few days ago is why don't we just focus on this elite group of sociopaths, whether it's a, a table of 500, council of 5,000, you hear all these different, but, but if you could go out go after them and address the, the rot in society, you know, how, how would that pan out? And the answer that was replied back to me is it doesn't work like that, Chris, that these People are controlled by extraterrestrial entities. I'm laughing at the, you know, there's a time in my life I would have gone, mate, you are fucking spanners. <laughs> Seriously, like, you you want me to believe that? Who told you this? Who told you this? Oh, I, I, I chat with, and, and I'm not saying this in any humiliation. These are very respectful people. Um, See, so yeah, I'm actually buying that. From everything I've looked at, my, my, I'm like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it sounds, you can't, there's things we can't explain, yeah, you can't yeah. what happening. So I'm like, it's got to be something more to James, it. James Bartley is a fascinating chat I podcasted with recently. Um, we did like a, all my podcasts are mutual, as, as you can, as you, as, as you can tell, you know, I, I want a conversation. Yeah. I don't want interviews is what the BBC did. And that's what I despise because they're so, constructed and they're so aimed at deviating the, the human being's mind getting control in the human and i i want podcasts to be a chat between two people that have got a bit to say right anyway i'm digressing 
the thing was what I got from James was is where does the order out of chaos end? You know, order out of chaos. It's the old Masonic, you know, put put these idiots in chaos and we'll just control the whole lot of them, right? That's the old Illuminati thing in it. Order out of chaos, order out yep. of chaos. Um, where does like that chucking shit into the mix to just confuse us and get us all arguing and putting videos on YouTube and all this sort of where does that end and where does the actual like reality of what the hell is going on in, in the world kind of, you know, exist? Um, because I would have just said it's a simple case of recognising we've been lied to all our lives. Everything we know is a lie. Diet, health, medication, uh, media, his, history, massive lie. The history of the wars, even bigger lie right you know if you believe if you believe the way that war is written in history yeah you you're you're never going to see the light you know you're going to be thinking it's about good guys and bad guys and it really is it well it kind of is but it's not the good guys and the bad guys are not the people that you think right so you know if, if people can recognize all these things are a lie then you can go well who's lying to us okay Let's let's go for the media companies. Let let let's just take them out. I'm not I'm not talking about physical violence here, by the way. I'm talking meta. You know, uh, 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 theoretically, we take them out. We put those those bosses in chairs and say, right, we're going to steal everything from your life, like you've done to us. Yeah. You know, we're going to steal your freedom, your spiritual enlightenment, like you've done to millions of us our whole lives. Okay. This guy told me to do it. All right, then we go to the next level, and then we get this this line of corporations and 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 bankers, and you know, all, all of whom are, are, are operating out of their ego. So so they're, you know, they're doing the devil's work if you want to put it in biblical terms. Um, you know, they operate under ego. They're sociopathic. They don't care. You know, they can make these decisions. Right, we get to that level, but come on. In order to get the agenda, and again, we're not going to talk specifics here, but we, we all know what's going on in the world at the minute, right? In order to be able to have that massive... Well, we, we do. Well, I like to think I have an idea, but do what would you say the majority of the planet is? When I, when I, when, Alex, when I say we all know, I'm talking to my subscribers because they are oh, yeah, switched, yeah, yeah, yeah. switched on, yeah. kind, caring people oh, yeah. that yeah. want the best. A lot right. of them are involved in the human, right? But yeah, but what do you reckon the majority of the planet is? I, I call it LMC, low mental capacity. Do you reckon are people awake what's going on? No, of course not. I think we're fucked, mate, to be honest. Percentage, what would you I'm, say? Are enlightened to, like, not quite well, sure. Look what's on TV. Strictly come dancing, celebrities take a shit on ice or something. Is, is that... This is this is the this is the level of our mental capacity. Is we think that that is a good thing to pass on to our kids. But do, do you know what I think though? Sorry, no offense. No offense if you if you know. Having been involved in celebrity, and I don't even watch TV now. Actually, I watched a film last night. I've watched. I haven't watched a film. I've got. A, I've got a smart TV. I haven't even put it on. I thought, okay, I'm just going to watch a film. Um, I enjoyed it, but I don't put TV on anymore. 
I wonder how many am I indicative of society? Are, are more people not putting TV on? Or is that because I tried to, have I lost, I've, I don't know if I lost a bit of touch of what, what the average Joe is like. I don't know what the average Joe is. I don't know. Maybe we are Western society. Let's ask our listeners and, and viewers and, and subscribers and what I call friends put below in a comment, you know, do you think that watching Strictly Come Dancing is going to solve the woes of the universe? I'm not disparaging. If someone wants to watch Strictly Come Dancing, knock yourself out. My mum used to love it. I mean, it was great. But, and I'm like, and I used to think, wow, she's literally being um, brainwashed 24-7 by the TV. Yeah. And I look at the, her, her life. Sadly, she's now in a home with Alzheimer's. And she's not interested in those things. But for the last probably 10 years, she's just been brainwashed by TV, sitting down, nothing. Um, she obviously, you know, she had, she's brought up all us wonderful children. I'm the youngest of six. But, and I'm like, what's she got in her life? It's all about, and I, and I, I think it's indicative of, of society in England. People, once they've done their, looked after their children and they've, you know, they've provided for them, what they've got left, you know, TV. It's, a, it's got to be more to life than just sitting on and being told the lies of the tele, television, tell a vision of what they want you to tell. And I'm like, I'd, I'd have, I used to have women having conversations with mum. When she was more with it a couple of years ago and talking about things, and it started to become. I'm not blaming outside uh, television for my mum getting Alzheimer's, but there is there is some blame. I tell you why, because we just I meant, asked you a question um, a, a, a little bit earlier about do you, do you think people 100, 200, 1,000 years ago committed suicide like we do today? What's going on in our society? We're eating crap, which is affecting our, we're, as you said, you're big on alkaline. I love it, alkaline diet. If we're, if we're eating acid and we're poisoning ourselves, then we're going to not feel as good. And we're being told continually how to think, breathe, eat, sleep, wear masks, do this, do that, because we've got, we've got to be fearful. We've got to do your bit. Do, do your bit and, and you'll be a good person. Hang on, is that a good person? Some of the things that have gone down in history, you're told you think you're doing the right thing. You think you're a good person, morally. I mean, like a, this, we've done horrendous things in history. Slavery, even it's going on today. If, you know, we, didn't, we, you didn't do that, mate, and I didn't do it, and we haven't got to feel any guilt about that. That's, that is no. part of the agenda, is to make us white uh, look, I'm not, I'm no. so totally anti-Black Lives Matter. I tell you what, because I, uh, talking to intelligent black people, they say, this isn't helping us. No, of course it's they're, not. They're saying it's... this is a political movement, which has been, it's not helping us at all. And people are getting behind it. Look, I'm, I'm so anti-slavery and, I'm, and the black man have his, um, have his uh, equality. But when you see all the... the, the and then, when I'm talking about this, I'm, I'm, I'm shot down in flames to like, well, no, you're, no, I'm not. I've got, 
I'm, I'm totally, I will fight for your right to do, to have your freedom as a human being, as a soul, a sentient soul, regardless of your, your skin color. And I understand there's been an issue of, of the black thing, but there, man, what the, the politics which are involved in it, and now when you understand it, like, this isn't good. It's not good for them. Not good for us. But let's be honest, it's not just about a movement, is it? No. If you understand the politics behind it, it, it's, it has tentacles in so many other things. This is why they create order out of chaos, right? Mm. At the minute, there's observers on the internet filming the buses that are coming into British ports chock-packed with um, immigrants, I'm going to say, under the, the asylum umbrella, right? Yeah. Not allowed to film them. If you try, you you get, like, the fisticuff from the guys in the black, you know, look like they're soldiers from a, um, a Sylvester Stallone futuristic movie or whatever, right? Basically brainwashed young men that think that they're doing the right thing because like I did and you did when we joined the military we thought it was all about like good guys and bad guys right so not not it's not about them but what we, we we need to look at what why is it why is this there's this mass hammering of of our culture what what why are we not allowed to have an identity anymore? What is it about? Well, when you don't have an identity, you don't have power because you, it becomes much more about the individual. When you get locked into the home cocoon and your only contact with the outside world is through a keyboard or a touchpad and Amazon are flying your, you know, flying your new sofa in with a, drone and putting it in the garden and tesco have got some shuttle service that fires your food at you in three seconds you know you don't actually have to speak to a someone in the shop and say excuse me can you tell me where the eggs are please or hello my love can i just tap my cart you know all all that's gone you're you're a muppet in your house with no outside contact right there's no way you're going to bandy with a neighbor and go, all right, Sid, I'm a bit unhappy about this thing in the community. Oh, all that's gone because you can't go out to neighbor because you, you might catch something. Let, let's not go there, but everybody knows, you know, what, what, what's happening. There's no money anymore. It's all digital, right? So if you, if you voice an opinion, then it's not wanted by these, uh, these controllers, your 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 money supply switched off. You become an outcast. Not a lot. You you not and unless you know all that Ray Mears shit, and you can go and you know, yeah, make a yeah. fire out of rubbing two Boy Scouts together and yeah. make a gourmet meal out of a cow pat. You're, you're going to be screwed, right? I'm I'm going to have to bid you adieu, young man. I've got my lovely lady who wants me to um to do something. So I must, um, I just want to say thank you very much uh, for um, 
actually I, I can talk for another five minutes if you want to literally uh, just don't let me get you in trouble it's not my job <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um so do you want to just add how, how about we do we do a live session together i do i try to yeah. do a, a facebook uh, a, sorry yeah. a youtube live once a week and it just lets, yeah. it lets the subscribers ask what they want yeah they'll write in the chat their Great questions Great you know, idea. they might want to talk about celebrity and of course i know you're fine with that yeah sure but, I've, i mean I've, there's loads of stuff we haven't even covered let me you know i mean like i mean i've, I've like, like all sorts of things I, I just wanted to have a chat with you i found you interesting but that's why we chatted for so long but what i'm also conscious of is to make it interesting for people because what we're on two and um, two hours 20. It, i mean but you've got your guy to edit it haven't you so you yeah, but we don't stuff. edit content out mate the only thing right. we edit are stuff that will get us in trouble with the, yeah. the platforms that we, we we will put this video on you know they all have their different rules and this is it that you know this is sure yeah you know, i don't want to keep saying listen well i'm happy with everything that's been said and um so yeah it's not i'm not really what yeah. it's nothing um but yeah i'm up for doing that that'd be wonderful let's do that I've actually got a box set of uh, Strictly. I'm just going to go and watch that now, and then I'm <laughs> I'm going to top it off with Celebrity Big Brother. So listen, if I get on um, Strictly Come Dance with me, you are going to be watching it, <laughs> <laughs> mate. You said about you know, do we compromise ourselves? All, all media is good media, or whatever it is. And this is this is you know, hopefully people understand that a bit more now, and yeah. It's um, it's all about selling your brand, isn't it? But um, uh, I, I, I mean, obviously, no. It's also all about making a pound note as well. <laughs> as well, well yeah. that's my five hundred pound, yeah. isn't it? You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if I got a strictly come dancing, I wouldn't say no. And also, it's something I think. Actually, I think I might actually quite enjoy it. I don't even watch the show. Um, because dancing's fun. It's a challenge. But then I'm, I'm just, I'm just not watching it. I've, I've, do you know what? I've only watched two episodes of The Big Brother Army. Three episodes. The first one, one in the middle, and the very last one. I've got them all at home somewhere. I need to look watching. Isn't that funny? No, not funny at all. I don't watch myself at all in the media. I've been on stuff. People tell me, da, 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 and I'm like, yeah, I'm watched. Sorry, I'm. I've, I've... You need to watch it though, because you need to see um, as as a responsible. If if you're if this is your business, you need to like. Right, what, what's, what's working, what's not working? Yeah, but I don't want to see that because <laughs> yeah. I've got to live with the consequences. Yeah. Well, I, I've had so much of that. I've, like, I've had so many painful lessons. I'm like, oh, why did I say that? Jesus. It's like, you know, it's oversharing. Well, you know, that's a part of your endearing honesty, mate. Can I just Thank say, as, as a final, when I talk about Strictly and that, I'm, I'm talking from a structural perspective is it's it it's fine to chill out and you know yeah. i've got friends right that have been on strictly in fact i think one of my friends won it right wow. um and it, it's not a criticism of like the program the people yeah i got yeah. people that just want to chill out put their feet up with a with their yeah, evening meal and watch some crap on it's not about that what i'm saying is we got people watching Strictly that haven't even read this. 
and yet they're commenting on what's going on at the moment. Yeah. If I can paraphrase Greta Thunberg, if that's her name, how dare you? You know, go and watch your Strictly Cool, but teach your children what's going on in the world first. Have some self-respect for you as a person, for your kids, for their future. You know, have some respect for humanity. If you've got your, oh, watch Strictly, when it's not on, you, you flick it over to the Sky News and that plays all day long in the, you know, we're, <laughs> we're fucked. You know? We are seriously <laughs> fucked. And, it, and it's because of you. And I'm being serious. So please, you know, just, but if, if you go, Chris, how, how do I start? Where do, do what I did. I read that. Okay. I read that. So once I read that, then what, when I've seen what my, my tele vision is, as Alex very well puts it, my tele, tell lies vision was, was telling me about what happened in New York 20 years ago, because I read that, then I knew I was being lied to. Right. And it's a, little bit of the jigsaw about working out what what life is all about and where you are in it and and i don't care for me seriously if i just lived on my own i'd, I'd probably quite happily drink myself to I miss. Buy I a load miss. Of, you know buy a load of drugs or, or on the dark web and uh, be a slob I, I don't really care or go traveling or go running or do all these yeah. things that I've, I've done in you know but when you have a child it ain't about you anymore it's about them. Yeah. It's about their future. It's about caring. And, and, and if you genuinely care for the young people and where this planet is going, you've got to educate yourself. So I only use the Strictly thing as like a, a just, just a silly example. It's, um, I don't want to get sued by, is it, I don't even know, is it BBC Channel 4? I got no idea. Anyway, enough about that. Alex, massive love to you, mate, and, and all Thank your you, family sir. and your friends. What a wonderful let's, chat. Thank you, kind sir. Let's, um, let's do a live. Tell me when. Um, I'm going to, if anyone wants to follow me, Alex Reed Official on Instagram, at Alex Reed on Twitter, and Alexander Reed um, on Facebook. Good. And if anyone's interested and has problems, with seeing their child um, and wants help um, in the family courts, I have the Bob Reed Foundation, www.bobreedfoundation.com. I wish I had this when I started my, my journey uh, eight years ago. I would have saved a lot of money and heartache. So I'd like to, that's, I love you all. I look forward to doing this again, maybe one day. Hasta la vista, young man. Yeah. Alex, we'll see you in the live. To our friends at home, huge love to you all. Respect each other. Uh, if you can like and subscribe and do all that kind of stuff, great. See you on my Patreon, perhaps. Um, that's it. Enough said. I'm out. Bye, Alex. Adios, amigos. Speak to you soon, mate. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username, Chris Thrall. 
Instagram, Chris Doctoral. Thank you.